Welcome back to the Bootstrappers podcast that helps entrepreneurs scale their business with remote teams. I'm your host, Gwen Aspen of Anaquim, where we've helped hundreds of companies with highly skilled virtual assistants. On today's episode, we're gonna learn how virtual assistants are your answer to social media marketing. I'm joined by Matt Tompkins of Two Brothers Creative, who has simple and effective tips on how remote professionals are the secret to a successful social media marketing strategy. Thanks for being here, Matt. Welcome to the show. It's good to be with you, friend. <laughs> so social media is one of those things all companies have on their to-do list. Like, ah, oh, I've got to do social media. But no one knows how to, well, first of all, it's just overwhelming to the majority of business owners. It feels like this afterthought that you have to do it. And how can people basically use it effectively without spending a lot of money or time on it? So let's back up a second and let's understand marketing first, because that'll kind of answer that question as far as what we should and shouldn't do with social media marketing. Okay. Um, so marketing is, it's really just understanding why people do things. And if you can understand why people do things, then you can influence their decision. So for example, if I understand that, you know, Gwen loves to uh, get her, her hair did and her nails done, okay? Then I know, okay, I'm a salon, I know I can advertise to this person. And so that's kind of what marketing is to me. It's more understanding the, the psychology of human behaviors because humans, we will say one thing and we'll do another most of the time. And so marketing is really understanding what are people actually doing and then how can I bring them to my business? Okay, so just to stop you there. So the first step to good marketing is understanding understanding your ideal customer. Yes, that is like step one of before you do anything else is you have to know who is your ideal customer and build out a profile um, because if you know who they are, you know where they are, you know where they spend their time, you know what their interests are. So if I know, you know, Gwen, I know is passionate about, um, what are you passionate about outside of business? You uh -huh. love business, you love helping entrepreneurs. So I know that like, if there's an entrepreneur group that you're a part of, me participating in that, if I am, or if maybe I'm trying to get you to join my entrepreneur group, that you would be a good person to join that because that's an interest of yours. Um, I know that you have, you know, two beautiful daughters, you have a family, you're very big on family time. So I know that that's important to you. So I'm understanding where you're investing your time and, and your priorities. And then I know if my services are going to serve you, my business, my product, then I can align those goals with, with yours. And that's really how you are going to serve your best interest of your customer. Okay, so taking that back to social media. So social media, there are like a bazillion platforms, right? There's like TikTok and LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And so my job as a business owner is to say where, cause you can't be on everything, right? Mm -hmm. So where is my time best served? Like which of these platforms are my ideal client, right? Is that yeah. like the first step? Yep. So. The, the first step is like the basic rule of marketing is that people don't care about your business. They really don't. We think that they do. You care about your business. I care about my business. I care about your business because we work together on your business. But outside of that, all people really care about is how can this business serve me? How can it help me with my life? Whatever it is that drives me. And so if you know who your ideal customer is, you know what drives them, you know how your business can serve them, then now you need to decide, okay, where is my time best spent? Do not 
good. Do not, what's that movie right now? It's called like Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, yeah. That is the worst social media strategy you could take. Unfortunately, it's the one most of us take because we fall into this trap of thinking, well, there's nine different social media platforms that are popular right now. I have to be on all of them, you know, and then I have to adjust and you have to work. It's an impossible task for a business owner to say, I'm gonna understand the ever-changing algorithm for each one of these platforms. Cause each one is a different algorithm, different search engine, different process. And then you factor in Google and all these other Yahoo, Bing, all the other directories, it is overwhelming. So what I typically recommend the the best approach is not just for your own sanity and well-being, but for results is start with one. Start with one channel and just decide uh, what channel that is based on a couple simple things. One, where do you spend most of your time? Like which channel are you personally most active on? Because you're much more likely to participate in people's lives and interact on a channel. Like let's say if I'm on Facebook all the time and I'm never on Twitter, well, if I choose Twitter, it's gonna be a chore. It's not gonna be, I'm gonna end up, you know, having days where I don't do anything and it's just gonna fall to the wayside. As it does with a lot of businesses, we have these dead channels, which is just a horrible look and it doesn't serve us any, any purpose. Plus we've wasted all that time initially trying to get it up off the ground. Mm -hmm. If Facebook is my primary, I could say, okay, I spent a lot of time on Facebook already. I love interacting with people there. There's a lot of groups that I'm a part of. I can commit to this. And I recommend just finding like 15 to 30 minutes a day on your phone and just, you know, participate in these different these different groups. Um, if you understand which social media platforms you're on, that's step one. Understand which ones your ideal customer is on is step two. Because, okay, I say I'm on Facebook all the time, but let's say that my ideal customer is not on Facebook at all. You know, we just had this happen with a client. We did, um, this is just recent, recent last couple of weeks. We did a Facebook targeted ad run. It was a small run, it was like kind of a test run of a, you know, like two or 300 bucks. And we saw massive increase in web traffic. Because of that, we're like extra 2,700 clicks to the website, holy cow. So I reached out to the client like, what did we get for bookings? Zero, none. Mm. And so while you may see a lot of traffic and you may see a lot of likes and views and all these analytics that are gonna be thrown at you, you're like, wow, this is doing really well. The only metric that matters is, are, sales. is it sales. Qualified sales. leads, then sales, right? So right. we can bring qualified leads. We can't really, as a marketing company, close a deal or a sale, but bringing you qualified leads. So now we know, okay, well, the people that we targeted in this were fans of their page. They're, that doesn't seem to be really where their ideal customer base is. So that's good information to know. So now we can adapt. So where is your ideal customer? Which social platform? Which one are you likely to spend the most time on? And uh, those are the two, two main things I would start with. Don't worry about being on all of them at once because that's gonna set yourself up to fail. And also you dominate one, then you move on to the next. So first you do Facebook, then, and that's, you're crushing it, then you can add in LinkedIn crushing it there, then move on to the next. It's when you try and tackle all of them at once, that's when most businesses fail because they get overwhelmed and they just throw their hands up. Like, I can't do this, it's just too much. Mm -hmm. Understandably so. Okay, so you were just saying, there was something I wanna hit on again. You were saying that no one cares about your business. So in the content, cause you have to have content that people like and feel connected to on these social platforms, so how does somebody identify what kind of content that is since no one cares about their business? So 
people don't care and i say no one i was careful to say people <laughs> okay because okay. not nobody but. you care about anaquim yeah passionately so yeah um me as a client of anaquim like i care about it because we are friends i care about you and what you care about yeah but if we were total strangers just a client what i would really care about is how can anaquim help me and my business and so when you make that your priority as a ceo of anaquim how can we best serve our clients? You're gonna have happier clients, you know, because it's it's this this idea of you're gonna just give us business just because we're a business. And that's that's how most businesses approach it. Most marketing agencies approach it as here's our about us section. It's like we're amazing. Yeah. Uh, here's my award, no one cares about, my other award no one cares about, and here's how long we've done it and how many years, and how can we really beef up our stats and make ourselves look amazing and and we've talked about this the uh, the idea of the customer is the hero of this story the business is the guide you know and we tried to find analogies for movies <laughs> gwen does not watch a lot of movies so that was difficult but karate kid okay so karate kid you've seen karate kid it's like the only movie i saw a movie back in 1988 yeah. <laughs> so uh but mr miyagi so if you're a anaquim is the business me, I'm a karate kid as a client of Anaquim's. So you're Mr. Miyagi and I'm a karate kid and you're the guide. You're saying, hey, Matt, as a business, here's the plan. So when it comes to your content, right, and you call them to action, like I tried using Luke Skywalker, like use the force is a good call to action, but Gwen hasn't seen Star Wars, <laughs> which how that, I don't even know how that happens, but it's okay. It's all right. You're, you're, you're empire building, you know, you're busy. Um, but as far as the content to your question, like, when you keep that, what we just talked about, at the forefront, okay, how is this content serving the true hero of this story, the customer or the prospect, the potential customer? That's when you win. So what problems are you solving? Yes. So it's like identifying problems and then indicating a way to solve it. Or I think it's even more interesting just going through this process with you because you've helped us a lot with our marketing um, is what are the feelings that the person is having that are negative that you can alleviate that that feeling of overwhelm, that feeling of stressed out, that feeling of burnout? Like how can your business solve an emotional dilemma that your client has and then what ways can you make them feel like the opposite, like happy feeling, yeah. right? Because we we don't make decisions on facts. Nobody does. And I know- you Yes, <laughs> we do, Matt. 100% fact-based. Uh, we like to say we are. But even, I mean, and I think Jeremy's pointed this out on episodes in the past, where even decisions that are based on fact are rooted in subconscious bias from however we yes. were influenced. And so- we, if you understand that people don't make decisions based on anything in reality, they make decisions based on perception of reality. That's the marketing game change, right? And so that's kind of that that paradigm shift you have to make. So it, it's challenging to do because we think, no, 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 no. People, we talked about like the, the problems that we solve, like there's external problems. I need a new car. Okay, that's, an, that's why he's gonna make this decision, right? No, 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 no. Like, I need a new car, like the external. The internal is, I need a better car than my freaking neighbor, Bob, because he's driving this, you know, yes. $80,000 whatever. And and then so I'm gonna get myself a Tesla because that that's cool, it's modern, it's gonna make me look chic and maybe I'll have a chance with women, you know, 10 years younger or older, depending on what you're going after. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works, I've been married too long. But, um, and then the, and then the, uh, the philosophical of, and 
I'm contributing to helping the environment or whatever it might be. Like, But that's kind of like a lawyering on behalf of the emotion, yes, right? It is, yeah. Like, so the facts just lawyer on behalf of the mm -hmm. emotion, but I'm, emotion is primary. Yes, emotion is how, because you have to think, I mean, just look at, I mean, politics is the perfect loaf-hanging fruit example of how marketing works. When have you ever seen somebody vote in their best interests on either side it doesn't matter it's just like people are voting constantly they're making decisions that we eat like we have this obesity epidemic and it's like we all know what we should do yes that's but we don't example. make that decision because well this food makes me feel good and, and there's a whole psychological reasoning for that but we're making these decisions not because we're hungry it's not that external i need food because we could get healthy food we're saying no i need food that makes me feel good this makes me feel good and then you know if there's a philosophical reason element but if you can hit all three of those that's when you've got a winning winning combination and with your content i would say just don't post to post. You, you're you're actually punished and and if you have a, a page for example and you're just putting up mundane graphics and you're doing I'm going to post every single day of the week then you're going to lose really fast because they're going to see that as spam they're going to see it as mm -hmm. ads and facebook their algorithm will tamper down your reach and so you're already only going to reach 20 25 percent of your page audience as it is without paid advertising and that's different than it used to be right it is it used that's to be the, the new yeah. advice is to to be thoughtful about the posts instead of just yes. getting content out there and then i want to move to okay so yes so so here are my takeaways as a business owner Focus on one or two social medias. Don't try to be everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. Focus on content that is from, that will support my ideal clients. And so with that content, I'm solving problems. I'm helping them with something that is a pain in their life. And I wanna post about alleviating that pain. Then the other piece is like, obviously as a business owner, if you're really leading your company, like I hope all businesses are not working in it, but on it, then you need someone else to do the social media. Yeah. So let's say you're hiring a virtual assistant or a remote professional, as we call them, to do this social media work for them. Can you kind of outline what that would look like? Yeah, and so I wouldn't say it's an option, I would say, it's really the only option for most small business owners. And I say only, I mean like the only option that really is available because let's look at the two, the current, uh, like the options that are out there as we think we see it is either you spend a lot of money for a big, big time marketing agency. You're going to get, you're going to overpay. There's, we see companies get ripped off and take advantage of. You do. Across Where the board. have you seen that, Matt? <laughs> it happens. There is literally billions, if not trillions of dollars just gone in money wasted. And so it's sad to see that, but that's one option. Well, I can't even afford that price tag. I can't even afford to get taken advantage of because I can't afford what they're asking. So then the other option is I'll just do it myself. All right, listen, my kid, my, my cousin Nick, he's got an iPhone. He can post videos and I'll do this and I'm going to become, you know, like your daughter, TikTok famous. And like, I can do this. <laughs> what ends up happening with both is that neither work because we, we can't do it. We, we aren't meant to, we are, that's not our specialty as a business owner, right? And we can't afford that big budget. So the solution that we have found is with remote professionals because you want quality content. That's the key, like quality everything. Put the time into it because quality gets engagement. And that's what you're ranked for in everything when it comes to your search engine optimization, your social media, 
are people engaging and responding to this content? Well, if it's not quality content, they're not going to engage and respond to it. So if you can invest in a remote professional, which I can tell you as somebody who's, well, we just hired our second and are interviewing for our third, you can because it uh, is a fraction of the cost of in-person domestic position here. And, and, you know, we're based in Omaha, Nebraska. You're looking at probably 75, $80,000 for one social media person who is, probably going to do a mediocre job if we're being honest yeah it's going to take that old school approach like we've talked so if you take in what we just what we've briefly talked about in this episode and you apply that but through a remote professional where you're paying a fraction of the cost of the labor cost they can then dedicate their full-time job to just quality content quality content so how do i as a business owner <laughs> execute that job like what kind of guardrails would you suggest for this person? Because obviously you don't want to say anything wrong. You don't want to say, you know, like you were saying before, if the content isn't good or if you really stick your foot in your mouth, mm -hmm. it can have the opposite effect. So, yeah. So how what are the guardrails? How do you actually execute a person in a foreign country doing your social media? Yeah. So I would say you have to be hands-on and proactive because you have to pay it you know we have our kind of motto here is you know to do's little things and plan ahead so it's always assigning to do's it's always paying attention to the little things and then planning ahead so they don't have to revisit the same problem over and over and it's just the little reminders like that work in person they work exactly the same as you know with managing mm -hmm. your remote professionals so you you what you don't want to do is say all right you're in charge we've got our here's access to our facebook page instagram yeah we just started this tiktok just channel. post every day yeah post something every day oh sweet you're using canva great oh that looks great yeah it looks like a graphic i don't know if it's good or not but hey we at least we're doing something right and what's going to happen is you're going to do that for a year you're not going to see any results or um, you know, a lot of people, you can look at the data any way you want. I mean, you know how data can be looked at like, well, we had had a spike this month. So then that must mean this. And maybe it didn't, maybe it was causation, correlation. Seasonal. But the sales don't go up. That's yeah, the number yeah. that matters, right? Okay. The revenue doesn't go up. And so what I would suggest is invest in the front end. Like, you know, we've been doing this now with you and with Anaquim and it is, um, the analogy here I think you'll appreciate is it's kind of like we're running this marathon race. In the beginning, when you, I don't know if you've ever ran, have you ever ran a mar marathon? I tried to run a half marathon in Detroit, but ended up being 19 miles because it was, and I'm from Detroit, so I can say things like this, but mm -hmm. they didn't have the bus where you're, like I was doing the first half. Yeah. They didn't have the bus at the second half. So oh. I just had to keep running. Well, so, but you know then, you so, know, did so you have 19 like, miles. Did you have M&M's like, you know, song like. Yes, actually. And you're going through your head the whole yes, time. <laughs> Um, but okay, so marathon is a great example. And that approach is a marathon. Because I know right now, we just talked about this yesterday, how it's like, all right, we got all this great ideas, great new things. We're making so many big, you know, fundamental, you know, foundational changes to the way we do things. You're gonna, we can see, you can see like, I see it now. I can like see the, the, the pole is cleared away. I can see this diamond in the rough. It's now forming, right? So in that's in the, in the early stage of a marathon, the first, you know, couple miles you're at a fast pace and you're like you feel your body feels panicked because you're like what is this i gotta do this for 20 more miles this is impossible and your body is in this like shock mode and what happens is after a while when you get past that if you just ride that out you get into this where you get into this 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 rhythm where it's just nice and calm and you're actually you go from running a 10 minute mile in this panicked fast state 
to a seven minute mile. So you're actually running a faster mile, but it feels like you're just nice and steady because you've found that rhythm. You're not panicked anymore. You're in that groove. And so what I would suggest is, you know, training for, for your marathon, working with your remote professional closely really closely for yes. the first the, yeah because weeks. this is if you're a small like ours like you know i'm the face of the company my brother ben with two brothers um we have well for now until one of us like takes it the other one out i don't know what might happen sooner than later but like no we um we we are the face of the company it's our voice it's a lot of it's my expertise and experience so i can't just say hey uh, you know alberto or you know julia with our remote professionals from mexico all right i want you to write a blog post about podcasting because they don't know my coaching style. They don't know my perspective and anything like that. So simple things you can do to elevate the time, like you have voice notes on your phone, just do an audio recording. Hey, here's some thoughts for a blog post. As you're driving them from work to and from 15 minutes, you could probably knock out two or three ideas for blogs. Just stream of consciousness. You hand that off to them after you've worked with them, then they can put together a, you can even use a like an AI transcription uh, form for like 10 bucks or I think it might even be a buck. It's like, you get the whole thing transcribed for you. So then they can take that and they can say, oh, here's his thoughts, his notes or her notes, and they can put it together. So things like that are gonna really help. And then you wanna meet with them and you do like- uh, I do daily. Daily huddles. I do daily with my marketing team because I just took over marketing uh, at our business. And um, I wanna make sure everyone has very clear to-dos for the day. Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone wondering what they have to do. And then we have a weekly meeting where we prioritize for the coming week. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of meeting, but marketing is the way that we get our clients. If you wanna build your business, you have to focus on mm -hmm. marketing and then sales. I mean, obviously there's just always so many balls in the air. Well, but um, yeah, I mean, right now this is like my thing is the marketing. And like sales is, you, you can you can win with the business with sales, but you're gonna win it much more effectively and quicker and easier with marketing, you know? So imagine you're in a plane, and wasn't Anaquim a model of a plane, right? And it was, yeah. yes. So this is a great analogy. Good memory. So uh, Anaquim is our business plane here. So you and Jeremy, you're in the cockpit, right? I mean, Jeremy loves to fly anyhow, so he'll feel at home, but you yeah. are the visionaries. You're telling us, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are you taking this thing? You have us in your, in your bay and your amazing staff and you know us who are helping you with your marketing. We're in the cabin, all right? So you have your products and your services, which are your left and your right wing, Okay, but we still can't take flight without thrust. We have to be pushed. And so usually businesses start off with a single engine plane, and that's usually either sales or marketing. Eventually we move to a two engine plane, and that's when we really take flight, and that's when we really can go long distances and achieve mm. those big goals, is when you have sales and marketing complementing each other. So it's not that they are you know, exclusive. You, you, you can't do one without the other. I mean, you need sales to close deals. Marketing, you can't really close deals, but you know, sales is gonna be very challenging, um, and especially in the long term without marketing. And you can, if you invest in this, like virtual assistants, remote professionals, if you invest with them, in them and they understand your vision and who you are and they get your company, this doesn't take a long time. These are smart, qualified, yes. highly skilled people. And then you can work with them. Then for, okay, I just spent a couple months working with this person and now for the next 10 years, 
I can just crush it at social media management or whatever it is that that they're they're doing for you. And that's what I'm feeling. I'm just setting down the foundation, mm-hmm. and I have no doubt in my mind that they can keep it going once that foundation is. Oh set. yeah, yep. Um, we're just doing a revamp, so it's foundation setting right now requires my time, and I mean that's just reality. Yeah. Right. You're gonna if you're totally redoing marketing, if you're gonna make this your quarterly rock or goal you're gonna have to be focused on it. Mm -hmm. But if you write the right processes and procedures, they can execute it. Well, this has been a lovely conversation, Mm -hmm. Matt. I hope you'll come back and talk to us about SEO at some point on the Bootstrapper Show. I will be back, thanks for having me. Thanks again for joining us on the Bootstrapper Show. In the show notes, we have five free helpful tips on how virtual assistants can take your social media marketing to the next level.